Sometimes things happen that we, we can't quite put our finger on. We don't really know why they happened or how they happened. It's sort of outside of the realm of, you know, our understanding. And, uh, you know, it's hard for us to compartmentalize what um, transpired. But, you know, we always find a way. And, uh, you know, if you, you, um, if you try hard enough, you can, you, uh, you know, you, uh, there's an old saying that goes, um, you know, can't explain something uh don't try because you're gonna you're gonna end up hurting yourself thinking thinking too hard about that one and you know you, you don't want to do that because that, that's gonna that's gonna mess you up in the long run so uh if you could just uh you know reach into your pocket for me and uh you know oh what's that in your hand what, what you got there in your hand you just pull out your pocket what's that oh that's uh that's two tickets two tickets to the bonkers theater Gunther Graham was a big, busy boy. He lived in the big, bustling town of Brooklyn, Ohio. There he worked at a big and husky clothing store for big and husky gentlemen. Gunther was an expert tailor and had excellent taste in clothing which made big and husky gentlemen come from far and wide to have their suits tailored and trimmed by him. Some men would even gorge themselves at the local Chinese buffets so that they could get big and wide enough to require Gunther's services. One day, a very big man who was very big in like a wealthy and successful way but also big in a physical way, showed up in a big stretch limo. The man's name was Richard Sumter, and he was a big businessman who had a very big, successful business that made him a lot of big money that he spent on lots of big and expensive things. Richard stepped out of his big stretch limo but not before a big group of little men rolled out of big red carpet for the big man to walk across in his big shoes. Gunther noticed the big man coming into his big and husky store for big and husky gentlemen. Gunther started to sweat, big beads of sweat out of his big sweaty forehead and began to wipe them away with his big sweaty hand. Richard finally walked through the big front door and demanded the biggest suit that the big boy was able to conjure up. Gunther saluted the big businessman and jumped into action, rummaging through the big suits for the biggest one he owned. Gunther threw the big suit onto Richard and it fit like a very loose glove. Richard was upset that it didn't fit perfectly on his big body. But then Gunther pulled the big thread that was sticking out the back of the big suit, and the big suit suddenly fit like a big glove on a big hand. Richard was so impressed that he gave Gunther a big bag of money that added up to a very big number of dollars. Gunther made a really big smile with his really big mouth, and he was really happy as the big businessman rode away in his big limo. 
Gunther was so happy with his big successful deal he made with that big successful businessman and was really excited to know that such a big and prolific person would be wearing his big suit from his Big and Husky clothing store for Big and Husky gentlemen. He thought of all the very big and famous customers he would probably receive from that point on. Just as he was thinking these big and ambitious thoughts, a whole bunch of big basketball playing men came into his big store to buy big suits for a big event they were holding later that night. The big basketball boys started dribbling and running around the store and shooting balls back and forth across the store. Gunther was shocked by this. He had never seen big boys move in this manner before. It really was something to be admired. Gunther funneled the big boys into the dressing rooms and they entered one by one. After a few minutes, the big boys then shuffled out of the dressing room one by one all in brand new suits. They looked so big and handsome, they went on their merry way and skipped and smiled down the big street. Gunther was so impressed with how the day was going so far, and was so excited to see what else was in store as the day would unfold. Just then, a big expensive sports car pulled up to Gunther's Big and Husky clothing store for Big and Husky gentlemen. Oh boy, this day just keeps getting more and more exciting, Gunther vocalized to himself. Out of the car stepped Gunther's old friend Richard, who was unrelated to the aforementioned Richard Sumter. Someone argued that this Richard was far more important and even bigger than the other Richard. Gunther was so excited to see his old friend Richard that he sprinted towards him and called out his name. The two big men embraced in a big hug and shared a laugh together. Standing behind Richard was a big chicken, at least six feet in height, carrying a big bag of money in his mouth. They then made their way inside along with the big chicken and did some catching up. The two talked for maybe 20 odd minutes while the big chicken watched. Before Gunther asked Richard about the big expensive sports car he had pulled up in. Richard turned to the car and then back to Gunther. Well, you see, he began. It's quite an interesting tale. I was visiting my aunt before my uncle had recently passed, and she needed help moving out all of his junk. You see, she always hated the old man, but he was too stubborn to die naturally, so she had to slowly poison him over the past year till he finally croaked. But that's neither here nor there. I was throwing the old man's treasured possessions into the trash, and something amongst the junk stood out. It was a small genie lamp made of bronze. Now, I don't think I'm out of pocket for assuming a small genie lamp may contain a small genie inside of it. And even if I was wrong, it would be worth a shot to rub the dang old thing and see if anything happens. So naturally, I picked up the little genie lamp and gave it a little rub in hopes of summoning a little genie. To my surprise, a big genie came out. 
of that little lamp. And this genie crossed his arms like genies do and said he would grant me three wishes. So I thought for a few minutes, I thought about how I always wanted a big fast sports car. So I wished for a big fast sports car. And then the genie granted my wish and conjured up a big fast sports car. But I wasn't buying it. I knew these genies are always pulling tricks on people. So I decided to put the car to the test. I signed up for a big sports race that was happening in a few months. And I drove every night in the sports car in preparation for the big race. It then came time for the big race. And I had a race against a bunch of really talented racers from all kinds of different backgrounds. They were all really fast and cool and really good at driving. But they were no match for my genie conjured sports car. I did a lot of really cool advanced car tricks that are too advanced to explain to people who aren't excellent race car drivers. Hey, actually, you ever notice that people who know nothing about racing say that NASCAR is really boring because all the drivers do is just turn left the whole time, when in reality NASCAR actually takes a lot of endurance and skill with the speeds that they're moving at? Also, those same people are really impressed by drag racing for some reason. Even though it's just two cars, they're going in a straight line. But that's, uh, that's all beside the point. The point is that I won the big race with the Genie Conjured Sports Car that you see out the window there. So that's when I knew that this Genie was the real deal and actually able to make my wishes come true. But now I had an issue. Now I had used up one of my wishes to make sure that the wishes worked. Now I had only two wishes left. Gunther was shocked. What did you wish for next? Gunther asked, impatient to hear the rest of Richard's story. Well, you see, that bag of money and that big chicken's mouth? Richard asked. Yes, I do see it, Gunther replied. Well, I had decided that if I only have two wishes left, I should make the absolute best of them. So I had thought for a few minutes on something that I could wish for that would cheat the system. I needed something that could give me more wishes or something. Gunther cut in. Did you wish for more wishes? He asked. Richard's jaw dropped. Could I have done that? I didn't didn't even think of that. (gasps) I should have done that. Oh, oh, I made a mistake. Gunther was sad now that he had made his old friend realize the error in his ways. Now, I had made the conclusion that money is kind of like a genie because it makes dreams come true. Sometimes, but only in large amounts usually. So I wished for a big bag of money that whenever you reached into it, there would always be money. Now, I don't really understand how the money bag works exactly, because when I pull out the money, it's not like it's new money. A lot of it is dirty and well used and sometimes wet. I'm not sure if the bag itself conjures money in in this condition, or if it is pulling it from all one place, or maybe a bunch of different places. 
Maybe it's just all the bills that people have lost over the years and will never be found. Maybe it's just taking them out of the total amount of printed bills in the world at random. I haven't gone to another country to see if it works on other currencies, but I assume it probably does. I wonder if the country used only coins if that would still work. Who knows, I guess. Gunther nodded, along with his friend, and was so impressed by his big story. So can you demonstrate the money bag? Gunther asked of Richard. Yeah, sure, just give me something to buy. Gunther then jumped to his feet and started to measure his big buddy up and down, and ran into the back to grab the nicest suit in his inventory. Gunther walked out with a super big and super expensive suit. The suit was so amazing and expensive and was made entirely out of gold. Some people would think that the suit made out of diamonds was more expensive, but that actually wasn't true. Diamonds are actually really common, people just don't notice them. Gunther put the big and expensive gold suit on his big and handsome friend, and it fit perfectly. It was such an amazing sight to behold. If there were an audience inside the store at that moment, then there would have been a huge standing ovation for sure. Richard loved his new big gold suit and walked over to his big chicken to grab the big bag of money out of his mouth. Richard then reached into the big bag of money and pulled out a big wad of money. Gunther spent two hours counting up the entire wad of money because they were all single dollar bills, and it added up to $43 million, the exact price of the suit. Gunther was so amazed by the big bag of money, and Richard was so amazed by his brand new big gold suit. The two grabbed hands and danced in a big happy circle and decided that they needed to go out and celebrate their brand new acquisition of $43 million in a $43 million suit. The two men looked online to find the biggest and most expensive restaurant in town and landed on a place called Joe Bronco's. Joe Bronco's was a very prestigious steakhouse known for its really big steaks. They grabbed the big bag of money and the big chicken and jumped into the big, fast sports car and sped off towards Joe Bronco's. The two arrived along with the big chicken and all walked in and ordered three of the biggest steaks you could ever imagine. Just imagine a steak that's really, really big. Like, even bigger than what you would think of when thinking of a really big steak. But nothing ridiculous. Like, not a steak bigger than a person. Just a really, really, really big steak. The two big men and one big chicken chowed down on the steaks for hours and hours. The steaks were very big and tasty and quite hard to chew because of their massive sizes. Thankfully, the table was a big grill that kept all the steaks warm so that they wouldn't go cold while eating them. Which would be gross. Gunther never knew that chickens could eat steak, but the chicken that was with Richard was a big chicken. Maybe chickens of that size were far better at eating steak than normal-sized chickens. The big boys and the big chicken 
eventually finished eating their big steaks and then moved on to dessert. Joe Bronco himself came out and hand-delivered the big boys and the big chicken three big ice cream cakes. The ice cream cakes were topped with a giant chocolate chip cookie, so in reality, they were ice cream cookie cakes. The three chowed down on the ice cream cookie cakes and finished them in record time. Joe Bronco was so impressed he paid for the bill himself and gave the two boys and one big chicken complimentary t-shirts. The three left and were on their way back to the Big and Husky clothing store for Big and Husky gentlemen when something occurred to Gunther. Hey Richard, Gunther asked, turning to Richard. Yeah, Gunther, Richard replied, turning to Gunther. Well, I was wondering. You never did tell me what you used your final wish for. Richard nodded his head. Oh, right. So after I wished for the big bag of money, I had a really hard time figuring out what I could wish for that I couldn't buy with money. So I thought as hard as I could for a few minutes. And after those few minutes passed, I finally realized something. I then realized the one thing that money would not be able to buy. A big chicken. Mm -hmm.